Hiya, welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Well, welcome to our podcast. Hello. And it is nice and sunny and windy outside. It's very, very windy. And the saying when I work in schools is that wind makes for wild children. And I think, Mm. I don't know scientifically whether there's anything behind that, but it does seem to kind of rev them up and does it yeah Have absolutely we had wild children on the yeah, way they're home. wild i think i was a bit wild on the way home mm. yeah we were flying down the streets with the careless abandon <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> something like that careless is that not just because she drank a can of prime not prime it wasn't prime it was monster, monster. i don't okay. admit these kind of things i know i thought i'd just call you out on it okay yeah i did <laughs> i felt i needed a little bit more energy and a little bit of pep and yeah that's and then it whipped me up and yeah, um, all right. so it might be the wind or it could just be an energy drink. Yeah. Who knows? Which apparently isn't bad for you. So everybody thinks it's bad for you. Yeah. But having had a doctor look at the side of it and proclaim that it's not bad for you, then I kind of think that it's reasonable to drink. And you haven't held back. You've just gone for it. I went for it and I enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> so um, monster aside, um, we've not done this for a while. It feels like we've gone out of the habit of podcasting. So it feels like to just warm back up into it's, it. It's really hard in a week to find like the ideal time. Yeah. I think um, maybe just our routines are different to mm. to um, how they used to be and finding a time regularly. And if you don't do it regularly, you forget about it mm. and life gets in the way. But we're making time. We're making time. Even though all manner of cra- craziness is going on around and us in our house. it will be a miracle if we're not disturbed. Absolutely. At some point there will be mum... So we'll see what happens. So lots going on. Um, we've been to Amsterdam. Yeah. Hey, Amsterdam. Yay, top Amsterdam. of the time. Amsterdam for our <gasps> dun, dun, dun. 20th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Which was lovely to be away. It was really nice. It was a lovely city. Um, easy to get around. Lovely to walk around. And fantastic to cycle around. We hired bikes. Um, just loads of coffee shops and bars and mm. nice places to eat time to watch people going by about their business it was really lovely and just just thankful we speak english i mean it was really i just noticed so we were on a tour boat yeah and it there was pretty much the united nations represented from every continent yeah they went around each yeah and there was from mexicans to portuguese to indians yeah yeah. but they only ever spoke in english like there wasn't like we've been to i've been to other things where they say any french speakers and you kind of they go with the majority, but this was just English. And we shared a table with um, with three people. One was Dutch, one was Italian, one was Greek, and they all spoke English. Yeah. It was just the common language. So we're thankful for that. I mean, there's, you know, we don't have any right to have that no. ease. Um, however, it's, you know, it makes travelling much easier. It does. And um, highlights of Amsterdam, we stayed on a little boat. Although it was a boat, but it didn't move and didn't look like a boat. Yeah, but it was so sweet. But it was a boat. It, it was, was on the canal. And we had swans coming up to the window wanting yes. fed and it was it was really and, cute. And every tour boat came by our window. Yeah. <laughs> looking in. Yeah. And so you waved at everybody that went yeah. past. Yeah, no, it was good fun. And um but back home, uh back to North Allerton. 
back in time for Sam's birthday. Yeah, so we had and a birthday first thing on Friday. Had on our Saturday. first experience of Betty's. Uh, we did. We went to Betty's for Sam's birthday. Mm, which was um, um, an experience. Oh, it's lovely. Really nice. Had a really, really tasty scone. You certainly feel like you get waited on at Betty's. Yep. Like, yeah. they really, I think that's their thing, isn't it? It's like you just kind of. Yeah, you go to you probably get used to coffee shops restaurants when they were, it's all bit yeah. slapdash, but it was like very particular, so everything was done in a particular way. Yeah, and we had vouchers, so it didn't really cost and us anything. Had, that is that is something <laughs> that was amazing. People gave us but a vouchers. couple of times that had vouchers for Betty's and um, saved them all up. Yeah, that was so thankful yeah, to the person good. who anonymously mm. gave us those vouchers. So that was good, and then GCSEs. So finally, yeah, finally through. I've been and gone um, since our last. So that's um, our first as parents. It's a first yeah. for us. Um, first it's, a, it's an only for Toby. Um, mm. But he's he's finished. He's worked really hard. And yeah, they're over and done with. Yeah. And then into the summer term, into summer, a bit of a different rhythm, a different pace. You know, I don't know. It feels like it feels like. We have some holidays, which when you've still got kids, that's a different, you know, it's quite a big, mm. you know, kind of marker for the year. Um, and I've, you know, tried to make sure that we have a bit of a different pace of life in the summer. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Try that a little bit. Certainly we'll have a good break over the summer. Um, it feels like there's still a mega push to get to the summer holidays. There's yeah, a lot maybe. of, I just keep looking at the diary thinking, ah, no, where do I fit that in? And there seems like there's a lot to really fit in to yeah yeah and hopefully move house in the same time but i don't know what's happening yeah we're, we're <laughs> still waiting that just seems like it's the thing that's never going to happen yeah it does a little bit but summer i think summer is a yeah i just rhythms of the year you know it feels like summer comes in there's a chance to pause and stop um and trying to you know have my i guess in my ministry and my work just to try and have that different rhythm yeah, then it comes okay. to gearing back up again for you know, September, October, November, December. Kind of start, you know, building, you know, quite busy times. But come the summer, okay. Um, but I know it's not for everyone because some yeah. people it doesn't make any difference. No, definitely. But um, I, th- I, I think the summer, as in the summer holidays, are the time. That's the time I gear up to stop. Mm. But in getting to there, I feel like there's still there's still a lot mm. to be done. And um, but I I remember um I don't know if I read or I listened to I think I read. And Titchmarsh saying, the summer's the time where you stop and you sit back and you've done all the stop hard gardening. work. You stop gardening. So yeah, you, stop, okay. you stop gardening. And um, and you just survey all your hard work mm. and yeah. um, appreciate the weather that's, you know, around you. And so, yeah, I think uh, maybe this is a... So looking out on our garden from a rental house that we put little or no attention in. <sighs> yeah. Um, can we sit back and enjoy that? Yeah. <laughs> the pots look nice. You've kept the pots alive. Find that if I have an ice cold beer, the garden looks <laughs> nicer. Um, whereas at the moment, it we have it shadows of student accommodation about our house. Some yeah. elements are like, hmm, it's like students live here. I keep looking at it and thinking, <laughs> should I do something? But there's so much to do, and I just don't quite have no. in me. Obviously, if we were staying for years and years in this house, we would have put some effort in. Yeah, but like I, I'm really. In, even doing the lawn, I just we keep yeah we keep on top of the lawn. We I do I do I keep on top of the lawn. We don't okay. I do. If you didn't do it, I would do it. Really? How long would I have to leave it? Okay, at this point you have to mention when was the last time you cleaned the toilet. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that, shall we? We'll just I have a high threshold there. of needing to clean the toilets, and, mm-hmm. and is that it? So just so if I did leave the 
grass, you would cut it. Yeah. Because like if you left the toilets, I'm not sure I would do yeah, it. Yeah, uh, the grass would bother me. Ah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it would bother me after a while. It would like knee height. Yeah, I reckon. Okay, so like wading through it. Yeah, I, I'd oh, say okay. Jacob's knee height. Oh, okay, that's not. Oh, yeah, it's about halfway there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm sure I'll get it cut before then. I'm really worried. It. Uh, we've decided to leave our door open to the dining room to get a fresh air in, but. It's um, it, yeah. The wind is blowing it hither and thither. I think um, I think it might need shot. Yep, Martin's going to shut it. I know you've just wedged it open a little bit more. Yeah, no. Let's I see how that goes. Okay, so um, enough of our jabbering on about um, other stuff. Let's talk. We've been in this David series, mm-hmm. David Psalms in the David series. So a passage from David's life and then a psalm written about the same time. Maybe sometimes a little bit question marks. Um. And then on Sunday we did a, I did a sermon on betrayal, this Absalom story. It's a crazy Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings. Um, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones-esque, just mad story. And I have found, yeah, I've surprised myself because I've quite enjoyed the psalm aspects to it. But the David's life stuff I found really hard. Because mm. um, it feels like it's just this other work. Like, it is like watching a film and doing a sermon off the back of it. Yeah, yeah there's life lessons in there. Yeah, it's not great to kill your brother's brother who raped your sister. That's not okay. Um, but there's... Fun- yeah, I don't know. I've really found that hard. Well, I found that even in itself quite interesting that he... Right, so this is how I took it on Sunday um, from the reading... The dramatic the, the dramatic reading. reading of the Bible, which was fantastic, um, and from the sermon. So his brother's... His brother's brother raped his sister. No, he had many brothers and sisters from different wives, didn't they? Yeah. And one of them raped his sister. Yeah. And Absalom killed was him. unhappy with that. Yeah. So he killed him. Which, to me, I kind of thought, yeah, okay, you don't kill your brother. But in fairness, the brother raped his sister. So mm. that's not cool either. No, so and I don't think it was... Think- it wasn't from that he was good for doing that. He was actually was already highlighting some big issues going on there with the kids. Yeah, absolutely. But it it seemed as if Absalom came out as the bad guy in that respect, which I kind of thought, yeah, well... I think the point was that David didn't really do anything about it. So just left, yeah, it's like there wasn't any repercussions. It's just I don't, I don't feel there's, there's obvious... It's probably quite like in Game of Thrones, actually. There's not obvious goodies and baddies always. Yeah, because there's all different levels of there's good or bad. There's all different levels of <laughs> being equally horrific. Yeah, and then there's... Yeah, and I, well, one thing, it was really interesting having the dramatic comedy reading because it was funny, because the story's funny. You know, that Absalom with his long, beautiful locks ends up... Yeah, the end of the story is quite funny. You know, caught in the tree with his hair. And yeah, you can yeah. imagine everyone sitting <laughs> around the campfire just retelling yeah. that funny story. Remember when, you know, that guy who tried to, you know, uh, overthrow David, he ended up hanging yeah, by he, a tree. Yeah, you've got the kids going, tell us that bit, Dad. Yeah, tell us a bit about and it would the all guy be in building his hair. Up to that, there's that, you know, it's that time when Absalom's off with his army, David's off with his army, and then there's this comical moment of him, you know, kind of getting caught. Um, but I mean, I I don't know if I'm alone, but I generally struggle with Old Testament accounts 
and finding application today. Like I really struggled with that. So, you know, I know we're away on holiday mm. for some of it, but there was two weeks worth of just yeah. like, I'm not, I just don't I really struggle with it. Um, I'm not particularly into gore and guts in my scripture. It's like I'd not, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't always sit well with me. The lessons learned from, I guess it feels really other. Whereas yeah. Jesus felt very, yeah, I could understand him in that. You know, he lived a life of, you know, trying to change the system, you know, this broken system. Whereas David and the rest of them, they're, they're embodying the system. I'm, try, I'm trying to pinpoint what I'm talking about. Whereas Jesus came to kind of rile against it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's just, you read, you read the Gospels, you read the Pauline letters, and even if you need to kind of contextualize it or, you know, whatever, it's it's there, you know, right mm. for the application. Whereas I'm not sure that's what we can always do with the Old Testament. No, because, you know, if someone came, if you shared that with someone outside of church, they wouldn't know what you were talking about. What are you going yeah. on about? These are guys from hundreds of years ago squabbling why you know what can you learn so but so you can you can you can pull a bit of application you can say it's about family life and how family life doesn't always yeah and betrayal well and, try to, and you know, the, you know, betrayal and what mm. it's like to be betrayed but most people have very little experience of having hundreds of children all from different women mm. some of whom are concubines some of whom are wives and the family dynamics that mm. that brings about it's just not a it's not a situation with which we're even familiar with no because even that view of you know like david's view of marriage and what was acceptable and not acceptable as a biblical understanding of marriage it's a bit mad yeah. you know he had eight wives and a whole harem of people you know it's not a you know just that whole, it just feels very other it does feel other um and obviously, you know, before that, we had David's um, failure of, you know, his time with Bathsheba and, you know, all of that. So two, you know, kind of two big extreme stories. I find the early David stories much easier to yeah, take. Yeah, he's a nice so guy. David yeah. as a shepherd boy, um, David and Goliath, David and Jonathan. Mm. You know, these are much more, ironically, I'm not that I have a huge amount of experience of um, fighting giants, but... There's stories where you can relate to the fact that it's a young boy, hmm. and um, he's you know he's because I'm not even rooting. I'm not even world. rooting for David in that story. It's like, no, we're like I'm not rooting for any of them. It's like actually, I think you all should be. <laughs> you know, you're all. It's all a waste of space. So it's it's hard to know where the victory and and this is where the reason why I think scripture records it is because it's a national story, a nationalistic story. Yeah, you know, mm. these books were written in exile when. You know, they were looking for where's our, you know, where's our history? Where we come from? How yeah. do we hold on to it? Um, and it's the nation story. So David couldn't ever lose. You know, he couldn't, you know, he was the man. Um, so even in his failure, he was still, victor you know, still mm. victorious because the nation had to be. And that was their story. Um, but, you know, I guess it also demonstrates humans don't change that much. You know, I know this is an extreme story, but we still do horrible things to each other, you know, things still try well, to get got, covered up. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a war raging because mm. of people's yeah. egos. And, yeah. you know, it's just... Nation against nation is the yeah, same absolutely. thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, same thing. Yeah. Um, 
And I, you know, I, I probably that, and then the whole betrayal thing. Can I really understand what it means to be betrayed? And I, I guess I. Yeah, well, you were asking that on Sunday. Like, mm. we think of a time we've been betrayed. And I can think of times when I've been let down. Yeah, which is where, it's where my language went, because I think the word betrayal feels like that's like a. And some, some people will have been betrayed. Yes. I think, you know, if, if your partner cheats on you, or, yeah. you know, there are times when people today experience real betrayal. Uh, that, you know, children act terribly towards their parents. There's, there's definitely things that class as betrayal. Um, they're more on the uncommon side of things i think typically we're more likely to experience being let down than being betrayed and and yeah because that's where i went but i was aware that of 200 people in the building actually if you talk about which some people would really will feel that deeply mm. yeah because they'll go back to that broken marriage or that i think and so uh, trying to skirt that not wanting to you know needing to acknowledge that for some people it's a big deal mm. but for other people and i think me as well it's like i'm yeah i could think of a number of times i've been disappointed by people mm. you know and in hindsight I look back and you think you know can you empathize can you understand where they've come from how you got to those situations where I felt let down by others and maybe they felt let down by me um, but it's still it just seems like a big jump at no point have I experienced anything even remotely similar to one of my child's raping my other child and then the other child killing that child yeah it's it's uh, it's it's but I couldn't charts. stay there. You can't like stay. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're going to talk about this uniquely specific experience. And yeah. we want to think about those people who have gone through something. <laughs> I'm still, I'm coming away after Sunday. And and often like we'll be talking about a sermon. We'll kind of, we'll go on a bit of a journey with that sermon at home and talking about it. And with this one, I kind of, I was still unsure of where it was all going to go. And I think I've been through the Sunday service and I'm still kind yeah. of unsure. I don't have strong and I think feelings having, about this. Having wrestled with it and written, and written it for a couple of weeks, I think I'm still a bit <laughs> sure where, <laughs> where, it, where I was going with it. Apart from, I guess, I, I did try and land on this cycle of things. You know, we can get into a cycle of feeling let down by people or being in a situation where that can dictate who we are or the choices we make. Um, mm. And something in what Jesus did broke that cycle. Um, and I am aware of people who are stuck in cycles of, you know, being, you know, either neglected or abused or let down or, you know, controlled or those, you know, and I can see those, you know, and I think God does need to do some work breaking cycles sometimes. But I don't genuinely, I don't get that from the text. Well, I do mm. get from oh, no, only reading the, this. The, it kept, history kept repeating itself. You know, the whole story was just a repeat yeah, sure. and a repeat of the same thing. Yeah. So that's where I got to with that. But what I do get from it is that it is scripture and so we hold and honour scripture and that's important. Mm. And I think it's good to read the bits, even the bits that don't make sense mm. and even the bits that don't have application, easy application from them. Not because, you know, we'll we'll find what it is possible we can get out of it for today's, you know, listener, but that actually it still is scripture mm. and so... We read it and we chew it over and we mull it over and, you know. And how else do we build a picture of the nation's story unless we record the accounts yeah. of what happens? How do we have this picture from your know, creation to you know, Jesus' birth that demonstrates something of that um, 
yeah of that up and down the tumultuous mm. times because you need to record it because you need to retell yeah. we do that as a family don't we have family stories yeah that we retell i'm sure you know that within our family and within our extended family there are stories that you know kept keep getting retold because they are some of them are trivial stories but some of them are yeah they're markers to see where we've come from and where we're going yeah and it's important to see david as uh, a more of a kind of a less heroic character mm. you've we re- re- you know all remember the david and goliath story and we remember david the hero david the shepherd boy but actually his actions in later life were very questionable mm. and that's who he was mm. so we can't just only remember the david who was the hero we need to see the david who was a terrible father and a bad friend and i guess that so one of the things that i touched on a little bit a few weeks ago was this does that mean we discount everything david did because he was so failed and he failed in so many ways um because you see that today don't you with people if they make a mistake or they get something wrong you know they get kind of swept away and they're not relevant anymore and you can't you know sort Mm. of accept anything that they say just think from a christian leader's point of view you know there's countless scandals out there after you know authors and books that i really like does the fact that they failed in some way mm. mean that we can't then take something from their books and their you know because it taints it a little bit you know mm-hmm. i've got books oh do you know that's a real shame that guy stuffed it up or that went wrong um it can't not affect it a little bit yeah but it, you know well we see in the bible david is still revered yeah um he's still up there as a an important person and he's in there in Jesus lineage mm. so we, you know for whatever reason um yeah and this is can we hold people to the a perfect standard and that's the challenge isn't it you know we kind of yeah there's perfect standards and then there is sleeping with somebody's wife and then sending them off to battlefield yeah. to be killed and there's yeah. no I don't think I could be okay with reading the book of the guy who did that yeah but we do we sing psalms from the guy of the book who did yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and we, most of our, you know, Point a lot made. of our hymns and, you know, come from the Psalms, come from that. Yeah, and I think that's why this series has been really interesting because we've had this, you know, and we see in the Psalms some of his honesty about, you know, when he's been let down, when he's been, when he's let himself down, when he's let God yeah. down, uh, and how God brings him through his imperfections. I think perhaps without the Psalms, David would be a lot harder to take. Yeah, but you mm. forgot about the Psalms. And you yeah, the Psalms, but, you? yeah, if we remember the start Psalms, we kind of can appreciate mm. David's humility more yeah, because, than it comes across in Kings yeah. and Chronicles. Yeah, probably, because even in the... Um, yeah, we're, there's often there's extreme things that happen in people's lives, you know, and mistakes. And if they were recorded for all time in, in a book and everyone sat around reading them, they'd be quite... You know, most of us would be exposed at some point. Mm. Oh, remember that? They did that when they were that. So it is an interesting one. Um, but I'm quite, you know, I've appreciated the journey of David, but I'm kind of enjoying coming to an end of it now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say that I've appreciated it. That's my honest mm. reflection. I am relieved <laughs> that there will be no more. Um, if, if, again, if you, if it had more been David and Goliath, I'd have got all on board. But obviously, I'm, you know, I'm a, a cherry picker mm. where my Old Testament is concerned. 
I just want the nice bits. Um, <laughs> so no, I, I think it's been a good experience. Um, it's a good experience and I'm relieved it's over. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Um, any just while I think looking, um, looking ahead, anything coming up, anything going on? Life-wise, church-wise? No, you put me on the spot here. Yeah, I know. Well, I think, and we're a little bit early, but I think probably our conversation has maybe demonstrated our lack of enthusiasm for David by just running out a little bit. Yeah, maybe other people didn't get that. Maybe yeah. maybe people have been on a high about David. I'd be interested, you know, if anybody mm. lets us know, I'd be interested to know that. Um, I've, yeah, I'm just a bit meh. <laughs> And that's not just because the monster's wearing off. It could be, because the energy drink's wearing off. No, I reckon, you know, <laughs> a little bit longer. Well, it's uh, really appreciate you joining us for our little chat. Uh, God bless you this day, wherever you find yourself. Goodbye.